Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. Huge, huge show today. Week one college football kicking off on Friday night, all day Saturday, Sunday. This is our week one college football best bets episode. We're going to bring on the Action Network OGs, Stucky and Colin Wilson, hosts of everything to do with BBOC, the best college football podcast, the best college football pregame show there is. You can catch the BBOC podcast. You can watch the BBOC live show on the Action Network app. You can also see the Action Network YouTube page. Uh, as a reminder, whoop, hold on before we get there. I'm so excited about what we got going on today. I'm Chad Millman. I'm Chief Content Officer of the Action Network, and I am joined as I am every episode. By my companion, my co-host, my compadre, my BFF, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Chad, we made it. Last day of August. Last day of August. Last day of August, brother. We've run through so much NFL. And then uh, we got another show. We got a Convince Me show, also presented by Bet365. Uh, me, you, Raybon, Kerner going after each other with some uh, futures bets that we're talking about. That'll air today, Thursday. That was a lot of fun. Listen, dude, I made some more bets for futures this morning that you convinced me of yesterday. I, I went I went deep on that Justin Herbert uh, to lead the league in uh, total passing yards. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for college football. I realized today I was walking the dog and it's beautiful out. It's 62 degrees here in central Connecticut, sunny, a little crisp. And I realized this Saturday, my wife will be out of town. My 16-year-old son, you know, he'll do what he's doing. I'll be on the couch watching college football the entire day. No, it's, the, it's the best time of year, brother. I mean, I, I walked outside today in Jersey. It was that cool 70, that fall weather. And it's just, it's, it's here, baby. It's, it's football season. Let's not dilly-dally. Let's get people to the contest. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is proudly presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer. 
bet $1 on any game and get $200 in bonus bets. Must be 21 or older. Offer is available in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, and Iowa. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Brother. Holy fuck, brother. We did it. The favorites podcast, $100,000 pro football pick'em contest is live. Cue the balloons. Cue the horn section. Woohoo! Um, I know it's more, it's, it's more than $100,000. It's more. The favorites podcast, more than $100,000 pro football pick'em contest is live. Right now to sign up, go to, I'm going to go slow because you're listening. I don't know where you are. I want you to write this down. Go to favorites.actionnetwork.com. That is favorites.actionnetwork.com. Be the first to sign up. If you can hear my voice and you are 21 or older right now, go sign up. We're doing this, brother. Me, you, Matt Mitchell. We have been dreaming about this for five years. We have been dreaming about having a contest. It's a season-long contest. Five picks against the spread every week. Picks lock, 1259 a, uh, p.m. Eastern on Sunday. There's also the weekly five picks against the spread. You can win thousands of dollars playing the weekly. Each week, you can win tens of thousands of dollars playing the season long. Simon, we've been dreaming about giving the listeners a chance to compete against us every single week. It's a lot of pressure. You're professional, but there's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, but it's also just an amazing feeling. I don't know if I've ever given away $100,000 in my life, Chad. Uh, maybe to the sports books, but I was going to say, I people, feel like you've so. given $100,000 probably to many, many places along <laughs> the Jersey Shore. So no, this is a really good feeling. Um, I hope this is a tax write-off for me and you both. You know what? That's a good question. Let's get our accountant involved. <laughs> uh, reminder, go sign up favorites.actionnetwork.com. Also, Simon, we got to give credit to Matt Mitchell, who has been, he's got so much going on right now, okay? It's two weeks before the NFL season starts. It's the run-up to college football. He does incredible work getting all of these podcasts getting our recalcitrant talent like you and me and Stucky and Colin Wilson like ready and in the right places so we can kick off the season successfully. Everyone can see their numbers grow. Everyone can get their podcasts out. In addition to that, he has been up nonstop for like 96 hours getting this contest ready to go. Yay, Matt Mitchell. Great work. All the little tiny terms and conditions that need to be relevant, all the gameplay that needs to be executed for our listeners who go to favorites.actionnetwork.com to sign up. Matt, really, you produced. You totally produced. Well done. What am I missing? Thank you, Chad. It is an honor and a privilege to grind away at this time of year. For those wondering about gameplay, there's a million little details to share for people who have played in a contest like this, but high level, five games against the spread. Yes, the lines will change dynamically from uh, the time it opens at midnight going into Tuesday morning before they close 
at 1 p.m. on Sundays. It's just the Sunday games and Monday, you know, Thursday night football, and then the, the earlier kicks. It's the Sunday afternoon, Sunday night football, Monday night football. They are contest lines, so it's always a half point. There will be no pushes. There's a grand prize of $40,000. We will pay out the top 10 season finishers. We will also pay out $3,000 in weekly prizes to the top five finishers every single week. Your two lowest scores are dropped through week 12. So after the Thanksgiving week slate, your two crappiest weeks are removed from your score, and then the scoreboard will be considered kind of finalized, and it's a horse race for those final six weeks. Are there any states where you can't play? I am delighted to inform everyone it is just two states, Rhode Island and Washington State. Why can't those two states play? You're never going to believe this, but I'm not an attorney nor legal expert, so call your fucking senator if you have a question about that. The website again, favorites.actionnetwork.com. Can I change my picks? Yes, you can cancel your entry and replay as long as you do so before game lock. So if you want to change one line, you have to risk changing all of them. So just be advised there. We will have a tiebreaker. The tiebreaker will typically be a statistic that will end between 1 and 100. So tiebreaker will be very important with a contest of this scope. And then finally, do I have to listen to the Favorites podcast to win prizes? Not technically, but very soon it will be very crucial that you listen to this show uh, in order to have a confident uh, time finishing in the money. So just be advised that it won't be week one. But if you tell your friends, hey, you should sign up, they should be prepared to have to listen to at least some of this show uh, in order to finish in the in the money. So very excited. Tell everyone you can that's 21 or older as of today to sign up. There's no downside. There's no risk. You just sign up and you're ready to play all season. The hyperbole is done. Now we can finally play the game. Dude, it's big. It's just big. It's a big deal. I don't know if a podcast has ever given away more than $100,000 like this. You can just have the money. You just make the picks. You're making the picks anyway, folks. Just make them here. Yeah, it's true. As a reminder, you can catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. So for those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like. We're giving you $100,000, $120,000. Give us a freaking like. Subscribe <laughs> to the Action Network YouTube page. It's time to roll with the OGs. It's time to roll with our good friends, Stucky and Colin Wilson. I love these guys so much. I love listening to them talk about college football. Even when they do it for an hour and 43 minutes on the week one, college football, BBOC episode. Once again, that's the Big Bets on Campus podcast. If you like betting college football, welcome home. I'm going to listen to it at triple time, and it'll take me four walks with the dog. I don't care. These guys have been looking at each other for like four days straight. Colin, at this point in the college football season, do you look at Stucky and think, that's my guy? Or do you look at him and think, ah, I hate him with the passion of a thousand sons? Stucky is always my guy. Uh, he was a big supporter of me a decade ago, so I'll always be a big supporter of him. But man, we sometimes we get locked up head to head, had differing opinions. I get made fun of for my love for San Diego State overs, which I love. I will take it all day. 
I need someone to bounce off of. I'm in my own head all week and you need someone to bounce your ideas off of. And he's the perfect person to do it. You're in your head. I would never guess that. Stuffy, you know what's funny? <laughs> Colin, he was saying the exact opposite about you earlier this morning. Look, uh, I love Colin. A lot of people don't know, Chad, that like the when we started Action Network, you came on a couple months after me. So at first it was, and thank God, because I would have no idea how to run a, uh entire content business. But our content team at first... You know, for, we had the app team, the engineers, and Brian Mead, who I love. Brian Mead, the founder of the Action Network and, <laughs> yep. and the founder of the, the creator of the Action App, who recruited me at the same yep. time he was recruiting you. Yep. So I came on, was the entire content team. So it was writing, editing, posting on some rinky dink uh, site. Action, you know, sportsaction.io was the site. The first hire. And it was just in part time. We were, I was still working in finance, getting these articles up. The first person that I reached out to was Colin and brought Colin on. He was helping me write college football. And then I was taking the NFL. And then we brought on one of my good friends, Daniel Scotty, to write tennis. And I was getting that up. And all of us are still here, which I think speaks to uh, the passion for this company and the work that we do. So yeah, I'm very, uh, it just brings me so much joy every year seeing the whole, how much the team is growing and uh, to still be doing this with Colin six, seven years later uh, is an absolute pleasure. It's stunning. Well said. I didn't know we were going to get sentimental, but I fucking love it. I'm here for it. I'm also here for week one, college football bets. Now, if that doesn't whet your appetite... You're watching the wrong channel. I know Simon loves this. Simon is like sneaky in that you think he's so focused on football, but he's firing away on every other sport, almost entirely based on what our experts in the Action Network app are tracking. Simon, tell me, how much will you really bet on college football during the college football season? Compared to NFL? Well, no, nothing compares to NFL for you, but like, will you be firing away like on week one with nothing else going on? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was one of those people where I think I turned on the app and I saw Stucky and a couple other guys were on Navy and I was just like, you're, you're giving me a double digit dog week one? Why not? And uh, I think all of us knew at halftime that was a dead bet. And that's what I'm looking for, Chad. I want to... First, first quarter, first quarter. <laughs> yeah, I want to quick that. First drive. <laughs> so... That was great. It was just like college football is back. Um, Navy couldn't couldn't pass the ball more than two yards, and I was just like, this is why I love college football. It's just – it's the best because, you know, even even tonight, a couple of games we're going to talk about, there's just – there's always new injuries coming out. There's just so much craziness in college football that makes it so much fun. And, again, it's if you're a good capper, you can get a huge advantage betting college football. You just – if you have good information the public doesn't have, it is truly one of the one of the better sports to bet just because there's so many teams and there's so much bad information being given out on all these different teams. So um, we've already seen a game we're going to talk about tonight, Utah, Florida. That line has been running, Chad, and that's why we love college football. It's just it's so much hearsay and what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. It's just it's really great to have it back. Well, look, so, uh, mentioned- by the way, Notre Dame yeah. went up seven nothing, and then Navy had a fourth down in Notre Dame territory, threw the ball. Had a guy wide open, but another wide receiver on Navy ran into him. Pass was incomplete, and I said, we are back. 
Uh, listen, you mentioned Utah, Florida, let lines running. Before we even started the podcast, Stucky and Colin were talking about Hawaii. Um, and I want to get to all the week one best bets for everybody. Before we do that, Stuck, you had a story on action, which I, and I love when you sort of dig into these stories that was about historical trends, which was basically asking the question, is it better to start out the year with a game in week zero, or is it better to start off the year to play someone who had played in week zero? Um, give me your take on that theory and then tell me, based on that, who has the edge this week? Yeah, so it's a really unique situation in college football where, you know, unlike the NFL where everyone starts at the same on the same week, you know, you don't have a buy in week 1. College football you have a handful of teams, last week it was 14 that will start out in week 0 and then they will play a again in week 1 against a team making their debut. So there's two ways that you can look at this. You could say, okay, the team that already played was able to kind of shake the rust off, work out the kinks, right? And then from an execution standpoint, you could say, all right, this didn't work. Let's tweak this and let's tweak that. So then that would be the advantage you get to going out and playing. However, on the other side, you have a team, you know, the next week that's going to be making their debut against a team that already played. They have, number one, a rest advantage, right? You didn't play a preparation advantage. They've been preparing for their first opponent for weeks while the other team you know, already played someone they had to prepare for. And then you have film on that team. So you can see some of their tendencies. You can see what they're going to do, which is even more important in college because there's so much coaching and player turnover that a lot can change from season to season. Whereas unlike the NFL, you know, if you're the Lions, you're like, all right, Mahomes is going to carve us up. What can we do, right? Like it's, there's not much you need to see if the Chiefs played a week before and what you can expect. So if you look back, just in FBS games in week one, so FBS versus FBS, teams that played, or I should say teams that didn't play, that are playing a team that already played, so the team making their debut against a team that they got to see in week zero over the past 18 years since 2005, 56 and 33 against the spread. It's about 62%, which hints that the clear edge is having that film rest and preparation advantage so it applies to five games this week. I actually faded this. You know, it's, it's a trend. It's, it's, it's something that you should keep in mind. Also, markets adjust the trends. You know, a team like UMass already played. I actually took them against Ar Auburn. And the same thing with Hawaii. Granted, at lines that are, you know, have been since bet down a lot. But one that I do like, SMU, playing for the first time against the Louisiana Tech team that just looked awful and, and doesn't have much as one that I would like. USC already played. They're playing Nevada. That one, you know, very high spread, hard to protect. Don't really like that. So if I had to go with one that does fit this historical trend, I would go with SMU against Louisiana Tech playing under three touchdowns. Just something to keep in mind. And it's even more stunning. I think it's like 75, 76%. I have the article out on the Action Network app and actionnetwork.com when it's a conference matchup. If you look back historically, we don't have any this year. We had it last year with Indiana, Illinois. But the thinking there, so just keep this in mind in future years, is that with a conference matchup, then that film advantage is even greater and you might unleash, you know, some new looks and you're going to put more stock into that opponent because it's more important as a conference game. But none of those fit the mold this year. But history says the advantage is 
not playing in week zero and getting to play a team that already played because of that film preparation and rest advantage. You guys, I think one place, go ahead, Colin. I was going to say one place where we actually hopped off this train on the podcast was Auburn UMass. I mean, UMass looked excellent. And so what happens is when UMass and Hawaii have these kinds of games, the spread moves four to seven points in their favor because the odd, you know, it's the last thing you saw. So I'm going to move the board. But in this case, UMass is going to an SEC school with Auburn and that thing dipped down to 35. I mean, we could discuss key numbers in the 30s, but I mean, once you get to 35, that's just a red flag to me that, you know, Auburn and, and Q Freeze is not going to stop scoring. It's still UMass, right? They beat New Mexico State. Let's hold the brakes here on pumping this line three or four points on the Minutemen. So, no, come, come on. You, make it, you, you bring up a good point because the my data and whenever I reference trends on, you know, Big Bets on Campus podcast or the Action Network podcast for college and NFL, I'm going against the closing line. So, you know, for example, I bet Hawaii plus eight against Stanford last week, and now it's plus three, right? So if Stanford wins by four, right, I'm going to show that they covered against the closing line, but I took it, you know, last week. UMass right. was plus 38 and a half. It's down to 35. So part of that is, you know, the teams that in week zero, after they have some success, you might see the lines come down, and at times it's an overreaction which speaks again to always trying to get the best out of the number. I fucking love college football lines. Simon, <laughs> you, you mess open plus 38 and a half. That's crazy. Um, so Colin, I, I've been checking up on you, brother. And I saw you have a story up about the new rules impacting the over-unders. Um, if you could tell our fans, what are these new rules and you know, what kind of adjustments have you made because of them? Yeah, I don't want to get too mathematical. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> no one wants their brain fried this early. But so the thinking was that every it's going to follow the NFL that every time there's a first down, uh, with, it's not two minutes within the end of the half or the end of the game. Every time there's a first down, they're going to keep the clock running and they're going to spot the ball. Now, in college football, they've never done that before. I think in 35 right. years, they haven't changed the clock rules. So what I projected was about six to eight seconds are going to burn off the clock. And we average about 38 first downs per game in college football. I said I didn't want to do too much math, but Simon, I came up to about five to seven minutes of clock being burned. And then, you know, the handicap there is, well, this really only applies to teams that are methodical and get a lot of first downs. It doesn't really apply to teams that are just explosive down the field. When we get our really small seven-game sample set from last weekend, more than half the team's came to their average of plays per game. It had no effect on scoring whatsoever. It didn't have any effect on tempo. It made the game shorter. It's kind of like baseball on the pitch clock. You didn't stop games from being 10 to 9, but you did speed it up to make it two hours and 40 minutes, and college football is kind of experiencing that. So plays per game didn't change that much. Scoring didn't change that much. And now I've got to go readjust. It's only seven games, but I took 5% off my totals, assuming unders would come in, and I think unders went four and three last week. So I'll continue to monitor it through a huge set of games this weekend. What, what do you, when you're looking at the games this weekend, are there totals that you're thinking about or playing because of this that haven't adjusted well? Well, I think there's, I'm playing actually the, the reverse in Stanford, Hawaii. And the thinking is, is that, you know, the, the unders should hit here based upon that Stanford doesn't have any offense or maybe the clock's going to burn a lot. Um, and I, Hawaii hit the under nine times last year. I think that's all about to change because these are two teams that are going to have explosive plays. They're not going to burn up a bunch of third downs. Shager for Hawaii is just throwing 50 yard bombs into this Ashlock freshman kid. It's amazing. 
So there's this narrative out there that the unders just need to be played. And they have been hammered for the last month while these lines have been out. But at this point, you know, we're hours away from kickoff. It's time to start playing back on some overs. So I wouldn't be looking at an under at this point right now because they've all been taking a lot of heat leading up to the leading up to this moment. All right. Um yeah, it's, it's a I, good point because I just want to say it's a good point because we're we're talking about the plays being reduced and the points are expected to come down two to three points if you reduce, you know, by the you know, seven to eight plays a game. But that's an aggregate. Teams that methodically move the ball, it might produce them more. Teams that can fire explosive plays downfield, you know, it might not have as much of an impact. So you want to be careful applying any blanket rules. And we're going to continue to gather data and we'll continue to talk about that weekly on the Big Bets on Campus podcast. And Chad, you mentioned 38-point spread, which is crazy because you guys, you know, talk predominantly about the NFL, which would be unheard of. So I'll give, I'll give you and Simon a trivia question. You rarely see spreads above two touchdowns in the NFL. In the history of the NFL, what is the highest point spread ever? I'll give you a hint that it happened within the past 10 years. Can I say Jags Broncos? Guess at the number. No, Can I say Jags guess. Broncos 27? Wasn't that? You can't, you can't guess. guess. Okay, all right. I mean, one of me and Chad's best wins is we took a Patriots team that was minus 20 as a favorite on a Thursday night, and they covered Tom Brady, Hail Mary. Um, I can't think of anything other than uh, some team was a 20-point dog. I'm guessing it was the Jets against the Patriots? No, I think I think Colin is is – Almost right. Um, I think it's stuck. I think it's since we launched action. And because I remember probably in 2000, I think 2018 season, the Jags were terrible. And, you know, that's when there's always those conversations. Hey, can the Alabama Crimson Tide beat the Jacksonville Jaguars? (laughs) Or what would the spread be? And, um, I think the Jags were like something like 22, 23-point underdogs to whoever the most dominant team was in 2018. No, well, this is supposed to be a fun trivia question for you and Simon McCollin ruined it. Um, Of course, it it was Jags-Broncos 2013. Ah. At one point, it it was 28 which is just stunning. They didn't cover. Uh, I think they won 35-20 or something like that. Um, and it closed, I think, 26 and a half. Their, so the highest the NFL spreads ever got up to is 28. I think there was like a Steelers game or something way back, and there was like 27. So, yeah, that's the highest spread in NFL history. Wasn't I the champion of stump, stump the Stuck during the pandemic? Wasn't I the champion of that? <laughs> well, we didn't, so we, didn't, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't finish, but um, I would have uh, – Absolutely demolished you, but as I, I on, as I did on trivia last year on the Cockpit Podcast, which we'll have this year again, new BCS with Brett McMurphy. Those were uh, those stump the stuck shows uh, were were just glorious days <laughs> during the pandemic. That and Korean um, baseball, Nicaraguan hey, soccer for me, Australian of, football, speak, and and don't forget Russian ping pong. Yep. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, of the pandemic. Colin, I would say one of the best things, best pieces of content we have are the voicemails and that we get from the listeners that you guys play on the Monday BBOC show uh, in which people (laughs) are just so mad or happy and tell their stories about what happened. Inevitably, inevitably, 
somebody will either love you or hate you for havoc. Yes. Give me your favorite, your favorite havoc teams this year. Explain to people what havoc is and Mm -hmm. how you'll be playing any havoc rankings this year. So Havoc is a combination of tackles for loss, sacks, pass breakups. Anytime you do something to the defense that could cause a turnover or causes a negative yard play and, you know, pass passes defense is, is PBUs and interceptions. So all of those things play a part. They come in and I integrate them all. I get, I weight them based upon, you know, I mean, if it's an interception, it's a possession turnover, it's a tackle for loss, you know, you got them behind the line of scrimmage, but it all calculates up. It's weighted into a Havoc ranking for the defense this year. By far, it's not close. It's Penn State. The Penn State defense is going to be number one in the nation in Havoc. Manny Diaz did not have a good head coaching tenure at Miami. He comes in to play defensive coordinator, which he's best at. Now he's defensive coordinator under James Franklin, and James Franklin doesn't have to worry about that defense. They have two corners that are going to play on the NFL level. They have linebackers that are going to play on the NFL level. You do not want to throw against this team whatsoever. So I'm very high on Penn State. They are going to be the best Havoc defense in the nation. You're not going to be able to throw in their corners, and that's going to be a problem for Ohio State and Michigan later down the road. Uh, guess who's going to the Ohio State-Penn State game? Guess which one of the four of us is doing that? Not me. Well, some of us have to work on Saturdays. So. It's Chad Millman. <laughs> Chad Millman is going to the Ohio State-Penn State game. Chad Millman's a little nervous about it because um, uh, my buddy Matt, his kid – uh, is a sophomore at Ohio State, and we're going to visit him. I'm incredibly nervous. As a guy who goes to bed at 9 o'clock every night, I'm not sure I can last two nights in Columbus. I thought that was going to be a game time read. Oh, my God. You know what? That's a good <laughs> idea. Why don't I do a game? Why don't I do a game time read right now? Because Simon... You know Game Time is the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States. They are our sponsor. I love Game Time for so many reasons. It's a very good chance I'm buying tickets for Penn State, Ohio State on the Game Time app. Uh, I love them because they sponsor the show. Uh, I actually use Game Time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last-minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. They are truly amazing. Uh, I'm going to game time right now. Of course, I can get U.S. Open tennis championship tickets. I can also get Mets tickets. Uh, tomorrow night, I can get I can see the Mets in New York, six bucks. As I said in the previous show, if you're not going to Queens this weekend to watch the Mets and the U.S. Open and using game time to do it, you are freaking insane. No matter where you live, download the Game Time app. Get out, have some fun this week. Go sweat your bets live and in person. And you you can redeem code favorites for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the Game Time app and enter code favorites for twenty dollars off. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Reminder: It's the second time I'm doing it for producer Tito. You can catch every episode of the Favorites live on YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, give us a like. We're giving you $100,000. You should like us. You should subscribe to the Action Network YouTube. I have one more question for Stucky before we dig even deeper into best bets. Okay? So Tom Herman was a disaster at Texas. Like I've heard from people in the athletic department, just complete disaster. Everybody hated him. 
He leaves Texas. Texas is now one of your favorite bets to win their conference. You also love Tom Herman and Florida Atlantic. Why do you love Tom Herman so much? Well, Tom Herman was a covering God as an underdog. Um, so he won me a lot of money. And um, yeah, I mean, some of like the how he ran the team and I've heard some bad things as well, but it's a lot easier of a job at Florida Atlantic than it is at Texas. And yeah. I'm sure he's learned a lot. And I just really love the personnel that he's brought in. And I think this team has a ton of upside and in regards to, and their schedule, by the way, I mean, they, they avoid half of the best teams in the conference and the other half they get at home. It's a very, very favorable schedule. I think they're going to be in the mix, ton of talent on that team. And then in regards to Texas, is Texas back? We'll know week two when they go to Alabama, a team that they should have beat at home last year, basically comes down to does Quinn Ewers take the next step in his passing development, mainly with his downfield passing, where he really struggled last year with his footwork. So did he put the time in, in the off season, kid with all the talent to really improve there. But this Texas team, Steve Sarkeesian has has finally built this team out to SEC caliber before they actually make the switch. When you're talking the offensive line, which has been a problem, in recent years at Texas, now you could argue it's a top five unit. They have the depth, the defense now, and then obviously the skill position talent, where they are just head and shoulders above the rest in the Big 12. You know, Oklahoma's not where it once was. I think TCU takes a big step back. You know, the Baylor D might be pretty bad. So, like, a lot of these other top teams, I think, are going to take a step back, and this Texas team is just so complete. Last year was a disappointing year, but they were so close and lost so many one-possession games. I mean, this is a team that people would have been talking about as a national title contender if they don't lose to Bama by one in a game where Ewers got hurt. And then, you know, a couple weeks later, they lose to Texas Tech in overtime. On a, I think it was a B. John Robinson fumble, which, like, never happens uh, in overtime. So they were so close. The team is even better this year. Another year, uh, second year for Quinn Ewers. The ceiling is so high for this team. But even if they don't reach their full potential, I still think that they, you know, or maybe close to when it's all said and done, a, a touchdown better than every other team in the conference. So around even money to win the Big 12, uh, I would bet that. And I, Kyle mentioned Penn State. I also love Penn State. I think they have a sh- shot to make some noise on a national level. So I don't mind some Penn State futures. And when you're going to that Penn State-Ohio State game, and Ohio State has questions at quarterback after losing Stroud, make sure on the the uh, game time app, you can see the, you know, you can see your where you're sitting and the view. There's a couple seats in the horseshoe, which is awesome. I think like on one of the, like a B deck or something where you can get like blocked by pillars. So make sure, I'm sure you're probably sitting in you know, oh, the uh, front I, row or something. But I use, I use that feature in the game time app. Like when I, I went to the Mariners game uh, over the summer with my kid and like, I was totally, absolutely looking at the 360 views and checking it out. Um, it's a great feature in the game time app. Colin, I know, I know Simon wants to ask you like very specifically about week one best bets, but you were just shaking your head about Texas. So I want yeah. to hear what you have to say about Texas. I also want, I want to hear what you have to say. Arch Manning. Like, what do we think? What did you see in the preseason? Uh, is this a guy who's going to be everything that uh, everyone says he can be? 
It's to be determined. He has the pedigree. He has, he can be talented, but remember Quinn Ewers struggled. He came out. I didn't even play his senior year of high school, went to Ohio state, sat, and then he had his freshman year last year at Texas. And it just wasn't the Quinn Ewers that we saw with the recruiting rankings. And I think we're going to see a lot of that with Arch Manning, which is the reason he's second string. I would argue he's probably third string because Malik Murphy is the one that's ready to put in some playing time. We'll see what the order is against Rice, but Quinn Ewers, the white snake hair is gone. Uh, you know, the rock and roll, the loosey goosey's gone. He is all professional. He's got abs of steel. He's got, you know, eight pack abs. I love Texas. It was the very first, everybody was betting on the Kentucky Derby earlier in May. That's when all the lines opened up. I saw Texas plus 150 to win the Big 12. I immediately got in my car and drove to an adjacent state to throw some dimes down because that number <laughs> was stupid. And so, you know, as I started to tell everybody was watching horses and I started to tweet out and tell everybody is a really bad Texas number. It got to 120, it got to plus 110. I argue that the round robin format of the Big 12, there's no way Texas is finishing third in this conference. So minus 120 is your buy point. You can still go buy it. Go buy Texas because the gap between the Longhorns and the rest of this conference is massive. Stuggy says seven points between them and Oklahoma. I make it a little like nine and then the rest of the conference can't even catch them. And I think... You know, like I said, I don't want to fry anybody's brain with mathematics, but I use the five factors, the finishing drives, the success rate. They were top 20 in all those categories last year. They're going to put it together this year. So I love Texas. Yeah. To your point, something to note is you asked about Arch Manning, who obviously has the pedigree. And, you know, you have Malik Murphy as well. That's an enormous safety net, right? When you're betting a future or just, you know, evaluating a team in general. Quinn Ewers has the experience, and he is most likely the quarterback that needs to lead them to reach their full potential. But when you're talking about winning the Big 12 and just a team in general, many teams in college football, just like in the NFL, say their starting quarterback goes down with an injury, they're done, right? Like, how many games are the Chiefs winning if Mahomes gets hurt? Like, four. Uh, So, but with Texas, if a guy like Arch Manning is your third-string quarterback – Right, so even if Ewers struggles or Ewers gets hurt, like that quarterback depth, that's a beautiful safety net to, to have and a great luxury that many teams don't. And one uh, final thing, because it ties it ties into the NFL. Like when you lose Bijan Robinson as a running back, who's like number one everybody's fantasy board, Texas is not even going to skip a beat. They have four running backs that can be as good, if not already as good, as Bijan Robinson. Stuck legal betting coming to Kentucky. We're so excited. We're, Simon and I are going to come celebrate that with Matt Mitchell as we did last fall. And we're going to make Colin Wilson and Brett McMurphy come visit too. <laughs> Simon, I've been, I've been cutting I'm you off. Party my house. Get to, oh, we're all staying at the Stucky Mansion. Uh, and uh, yeah, party at Stagger Inn and two party, keys, my We're going to stagger and... into the Stagger Inn. <laughs> uh, Simon, I was cutting you off. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to do what you want to do, Chad. I do want to talk about their best bets, but we're 40 minutes in, Chad, and I got to talk about this LSU-Florida State game. It is every pro I've talked to, I think this is the biggest pros versus Joes. Any pro I've talked to is on Florida State. Every Joe Public guy I've talked to, they're like, easiest bet of my life, LSU, under a field goal. Um, Colin, we'll start with you. How, How are you approaching this game I mean, it's rare we get a five and eight matchup week one. You know, the college football put this in the schedule for a reason. This is good. Mm-hmm. This is this is why we love college football. So, you know, looking at this, this is a stinky line, and I can see why the pros love Florida State again. I don't know much about either team. Is that the right read? Is Florida State the play in this, or is is LSU being slept on? 
there's two reasons why you're betting Florida State. I'm betting Florida State. I would just like a three. I'm probably not going to get it, but I'll bet any plus number. This game should, <laughs> right. should be neutral. It, I mean, there's so much NFL talent on both sides. It really cancels each other out. The line should be a pick. So if you're going to give me points, I'm going to take it. But more specifically, you want to break down X's and O's. LSU wants to run inside zone with Jaden Daniels, and that's not going to work against Florida State's front seven, which is just massive. You're going to hear about Jared Verse at the NFL level. And then if you go to the other side of the ball, Florida State, Jordan Travis are going to be able to get down the field with these wide receivers against a Juco fresh-faced. I'm not sure if some of these kids are shaving in the LSU secondary. LSU is going to be hot in SEC play. They need some experience in that back seven, and they just they don't have it right now. And plus, the world loves Harold Perkins. He might be the number one pick in the NFL draft, but he's a great run blocker, and he runs sideline to sideline. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He's not very good in coverage unless he's, you know, worked on that in the offseason. So Florida State can get down the field here. They've got the weapons to do it as to where what LSU wants to do on offense. Florida State's pretty good at stopping. Do you hear that? That's the, that's the sound of uh, Colin backtracking after during the, the summer. I told him LSU is overrated, and he told me LSU has gone to the college football playoff winning the national title. And they are now, And now he's fading them in week one. Uh, as a favorite under a field goal. But uh, I agree. I think this LSU team is overrated. Last year, they they could have lost three to four more games. I mean, they almost lost to Collins, Arkansas team who didn't even have their quarterback. And <laughs> they got they got pretty fortunate in a number of games. Um, I think they're, you know, Brian Kelly is a great hire, and he's also a, a covering God for what it's worth. He's the second most profitable coach against the spread. Uh, since 2005 in all of college football. That's like 575 coaches. The first, by the way, Colin mentioned uh, shaving. and Youngstown, Ohio legend Jim Trestle uh, is the most profitable. But I agree with Florida State here. I think they're the right oh, side. I see, I actually I see them, what you did there. Yeah, Colin said the secondary might not be shaving. You got, we've got to watch your play on words there um, <laughs> when we talk about betting. But uh, 
yeah, I think Florida State, the key to this game is will, can they establish the run, keep Perkins and those other great LSU linebackers, you know, prevent them from pinning their ears back on known passing downs and getting into the backfield, creating havoc, as Colin alluded to, against Jordan Travis. But I think Florida State will be able to establish the run here, open up the play action, open up some deep shots with a really good wide receiver room against a very inexperienced, new newish put together LSU secondary that I think is vulnerable. So I agree. I think Florida State wins this game. It's sitting at two and a half right now. I'm waiting. So we have all the way until Sunday. You know, you maybe you'll you'll get some there's no real harm in waiting right now and, and betting right now and, and waiting. So I'm gonna see if hey, if you said all of the Joes, we'll see how much Joe money can actually influence this line once we get to Sunday. People may be chasing after losing Saturday and saying it's just LSU. I need them to win by three. Maybe this line touches three. I assume whenever it does, you've got to be quick. Put the alerts on line movement on the Action Network app to get that three, even three minus 115 I would love because I think once at any time it hits threes, you're going to get professional money scooping that up. But I think Florida State's the right side. All right. So Saturday, I'm going to be sitting on my couch stuck. What am I betting? What are my best bets? What am I going to see popping up in the Action Network app from Stucky? I'll give you a one that I haven't bet yet, but I'm going to bet is this is the favorites podcast. I got to give you a, a big favor. And we were talking about giant spreads. So how about Alabama minus, you know, some, close to 40? I'm trying to see if it comes down to 38 again. But if it's at 39, 39 and a half where it is now, that's where I will fire. They are playing a Middle Tennessee State team, the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders, that I think is going to be really bad. The defense that got really lucky in the takeaway department last year, they lose their sack leader uh, to the NFL. They lose their top corner who led FBS in interceptions. He transferred to UCF. And so I think the defense takes a big step back. Then they lose their starting quarterback, Cunningham. They lose their top three targets. One's in the NFL, one transferred Virginia Tech, and another graduated. And this is a team that can't run the ball because their offensive line can't run block. I don't know how they're going to move the ball against Alabama. And I think Alabama, they've spent the whole summer hearing Alabama's taking a step back. You know, it's now Georgia, back-to-back national titles. I think they come out with a purpose here. This happened last year. You could say, hey, Alabama's Texas on deck, and they might, you know, bring their pull their starters a little early, not show much. But they were in the same exact spot last year with Bryce Young as their quarterback. They already had a known. Now they have two to three guys who are going to play the whole game at quarterback who are in the competition. So I think they're going to be they, – they're not going to take their foot off the gas until really, really late. But last year in the same spot, and Bryce Young basically didn't play the entire second half, similar spread against Utah State, they won 55 to nothing. And if you go back since 2005, the most profitable week one coach against the spread in college football is Nick Saban. Since arriving in Tuscaloosa, he is – 13 and 2 against the spread in season openers, covering by about eight points per game. That includes 4 0 against the spread when favored by more than 30. And uh, he's just been a covering machine, has his teams ready to come out of the gates with their hair on fire, which I think is even more the case this year after all the rumblings about Alabama taking a step back. So, uh, yeah, I think that they absolutely hammer MTSU. Uh, Alabama minus 40 is so disgusting. It's exactly the kind of thing I need to do 
when I'm sitting on the couch eating my uh, specialty uh, roasted spiced mixed nuts that I made from the New York Times cooking app. Colin. Yeah. Give me one. I'm going to give you two quick ones and they're going to be West Coast. Let and me just say be one thing. Colin is, is a comrade in arms when it comes to thoughtful eating. I know this. He and mm-hmm. I have talked about this so much. Like he cares about what he puts in his body. He's measuring it down to the gram. Simon, don't give me that look when I'm talking about the spiced mixed nuts that I'm making myself. Because Colin is the exact same way. He's even crazier. He measures his food. Yeah. Colin will be eating meat, though, on Saturday. So that's what yes. I was offended by. Saturday's for eating meat, Chad. You got to eat meat and watch football. Well, I'll get, to 200, I'll get to 200 protein grams, then I got to stop eating chicken. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I count out my wall. I count out everything that I eat, which is – I'm glad I, I've lost 30 pounds in the offseason, but now here we are. I will see if I put it back on. This is the test, Colin. Yeah, this, this is, the is the test. I almost thought about making a burner Twitter account so I could just talk about my health. Like, what am I doing for health during football season? But we'll see. You I'm going to give two – Call Two me. quick bets on the West Coast favorites. I'm going to go Washington. I'm going to go UCLA. And really, let me talk about the other teams. Dirk Cotter was calling plays offensively for Boise State. He's gone. They bring in Bush Hamden. Hamden is putting a bunch of priorities pre-snap on the center. Well, their main center wasn't even on the two-deep depth chart. We don't know why they're not disclosing it. So they're moving the right guard over. He's never played center in his life. Washington is absolutely going to roll them. Then you go down to Westwood, UCLA, and, you know, I go back to the theory of I want to back teams that are favorites that have three quarterbacks that need to play. Well, UCLA is going to have Ethan Garber start, then Colin Schley from Kent State. But then if you're an NFL person, sit back and get ready for Dante Moore. True freshman, highest rating ever for a recruit. Uh, he is going to be something special. Coastal Carolina comes in. They're under new management. And everybody loves Grayson McCall. But that Jamie Chadwell offense with all that motion and misdirection and just crazy triple in space, it's gone. It's going to be vanilla. It's not going to be pretty. And plus, Coastal Carolina is breaking in two new corners that have never played before that are like five foot nine. That's a problem against UCLA out on the West Coast. So take UCLA and Washington late at night. What, is, what does that mean? Dante Moore is the highest rating ever for a freshman, like for UCLA, for a quarterback? Like, no. So Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence were 99.99999 and they're recruiting. Well, Dante Moore is 100, which Come I. On. I not, not lying. So get settled in with UCLA. And when his, he's not going to start, Chip's going to roll. I, I mean, I talked to Chip at Pac-12 Media Days, cash your tickets stuck. Uh, and I asked Chip Kelly, I was like, what's the plan with Dante Moore? Because DTR played a lot during his freshman year. And, and Chip Kelly was, you know, told me flat out. He's like, we tried, I tried to hold DTR back as much as possible, protect him as a freshman. But it was around game six or seven where it was like, it was his job. It was go time. He's just way more special. Well, now Chip Kelly gets blessed with Dante Moore. The kid is going to be unbelievable. So get your popcorn, get your uh, your nuts, get everything. By the we'll, way, the we'll nuts see how accurate is, he is. By the way, because ninety nine point nine 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 years later, and Justin Fields still isn't accurate. But <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing Justin Fields violence <laughs> on this show. We only do Justin Fields is going to be very accurate because he's got a all pro receiver in DJ Moore who is going to help him, whose catch radius is so much better than anyone he's ever had. He will actually be elevated as an accurate passer. That's all we're going to say, Stuck. We're not doing Justin Fields, you know, ill will. Pack, Packers week one, loot. It's all so. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, well, listen, you can listen to, I can listen to you and Raybon argue about that on the Action Network podcast on Thursdays. 
uh, heading into the football season, which is also one of my favorite podcasts to listen to and prep for. Um, fellas, Next week, we'll be doing, by the way, we'll be doing the six pack live. Yep, a little that's teaser. Right. Listen to Wednesday it. night. So keep an eye out for that. Listen to that. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it in the Action Network app. It's going to be awesome. Um, also, I liked your reference to being at Media Days, Colin. Uh, listen, what was it? Five years ago, you're just some schmuck flying around as a consultant, writing out yep. ratings and longhand. And now you're an actual reporter covering Media Days. And still a schmuck. Yeah. In 2017, I produced a 150-page Google Doc for free. And just linked it out to like, what, 400 followers on Twitter? So yeah, things have changed. It's a little bit of media day talking to Chip Kelly. By the way, this is why people hate the media. Simon has a massive podcast. Really, he was a, a grip for, for, you know, the Jersey Shore became a professional better. Stucky, <laughs> Stucky has a made-up name and had a Twitter account that was private that had tens of thousands of followers and was working in finance. Colin was a consultant. Only one of us has dedicated his career to journalism. <laughs> I'm the least expert and the least popular of anybody on this show right now. It's freaking ridiculous, by the way. Absolutely ridiculous. I have gone right. 20 years posting bets online. So forums back in high school when I was in 2003 is when I started. It's pretty crazy. And I'm certainly fortunate to have gotten in when I did, because now it's uh, everyone wants to get into the sports betting space. And a lot of life is just being at the in the right place at the right time. So definitely blessed in that area. Everyone, everyone thinks they're an expert now. You know who yep. the real experts yep. are? Simon, you know who the real experts are? Colin Wilson, Stucky, and you. I'm glad you guys were all on the podcast today. I'm going to remind everybody. Favorites podcast is proudly presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sportsbook brand. Sign up with promo code ACTION to get Bet365's exclusive sign-up offer. Bet $1 on any game and get $200 in bonus bets. Must be 21 or older. Offer is available in Colorado, New Jersey, Ohio, Virginia, and Iowa. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Also, also, in case you came into the middle in case you fast forwarded through the first 10 minutes. We did it. We did it. We did it. The Favorites Podcast $100,000 Pro Football Pick'em Contest is live. It's live, people. Go to favorites.actionnetwork.com. That's favorites.actionnetwork.com. Be one of the first to sign up. If you can hear my voice and if you are 21 or older right now, Go sign up. We're doing it. It's happening. Dreams come true. Holla freaking Luya. I am Chad Millman for Simon Hunter. This has been the Favorites Podcast presented by Beth365, part of the Action Network. Download us from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until next time, love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.